0: It's the Odd Drunk podcast, podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass, we don't care as, as long as drinks are poor Sometimes we have our friends here, we will talk about anything Anything. We don't care as long as we have and if you let that whiskey ring the drunk podcast. So yeah, we're talking concerts or experiences. Yeah. So on. That kind That's of thing. It. I'm just gonna see if uh, I can pull up something real quick. Yeah. Welcome back to the All drunk pod guys, by the way. Yes. Uh, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, uh congratulations. You chose a weird first episode, but great. <laughs> we welcome you uh and yes, yeah we're kind of just going welcome. in we're going into this usually me and colton do a little um that that's the other host oh yeah i you heard the intro yeah you heard the intro yeah, yeah it, you, it, you it was there it played um, <laughs> usually uh colton and if i want to be grammatically correct would discuss you know have a little chit chat then record but sometimes we just get straight into it, you know, just, just straight in, how, yeah, how, uh, we're feeling
1: sometimes, you're just raw dog in it, yeah,
0: <laughs> yep, no protection in this podcast, <laughs> no protection, no thought, no afterthought, <laughs> just words, just what, just words, just you know pure consciousness. You, this, Sometimes you get to those episodes where you're like, I don't know if we've discussed this, but just like internally, I'm just like, okay, I just got to spin the wheels, say some words, try to say some big <laughs> words, you know, and um, reach an hour or so of content. And then, and then you're good. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. It's good to be back. And we've got to, fun episode here. Uh, we've never really, we've talked about this stuff before a little bit. And, uh, bit. yeah. Uh, but not, but we, we never
1: dedicated a whole episode to it.
0: No. So yeah, we're talking about concerts or, you know, music concerts and it, there's a wide array of things we can talk about there and just our experiences and the different types of things going on with that. Um, We've talked about plenty of music uh, with our album reviews. Uh, check those out, um, and you know. So, hmm. I'm actually going to a a festival. Well, I'll talk about it when yeah. we get into this. Um, what are you drinking tonight? Yes, Coulton?
1: yes. Uh, I I went to the store yesterday, so I didn't I didn't buy this for. The topic, exactly. I, I did think about, like, there was, like, a
0: music-related beer.
1: Or just a like beer
0: that. you would find at a concert. Yeah, yeah. Coors Light I, went, Light. I went a
1: different... <laughs> yeah, A Blue Moon, maybe, if you're lucky.
0: Actually, a lot of places here, of course, they have Kilt Lifter. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's one of our most popular like the it's regional like,
1: beers yeah it's, you know it's the beer from, from, from um, that yeah. area it's good beer. yeah for i him, love yeah. it i love Kilt
0: it's, yeah it's a beer i can be proud of for my home state here in az but um well not home state but my new state um but also sometimes we have i've noticed that a lot of concerts and stuff We'll have Kona Brewing. Kona, wow. um, the Golden Wave Ale, which I That's love. That's a pretty stuff. good one. I like Kona. Anyways, I didn't mean to sidetrack you, but yeah.
1: Kona's good. Uh, no, but I've got from uh, Wibby Brewing. They're out of. Uh, Wibby? Wibby. Yeah, they're out of Denver. I've got their nice. um, Moondor Dunkle. Uh, explain. Uh, a dunkel is a type of dark German style lager. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have we
0: had one of those here? I don't think we've had a dunkel on the show before. I'm not sure. Maybe once. Yeah. Not once in over, what, 160 it's, episodes or whatever we're
1: on now? It's been on, yeah. But Wibby, they, they do good stuff there. They specialize in German style beers. So their main thing is nice. to do a good job. Uh it's nice and uh a velvety. good. Like a, a smooth uh dark lager. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love a nice a velvety smooth. Yeah. It's dark. got a little ET thing going in my throat. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. You have to yeah. get a picture of that. Yeah. We haven't we haven't posted <laughs> pictures of our drinks in a while. <laughs> uh, we used to do that.
1: Yeah, that used to be like one we of the main get, things.
0: We, yeah, yeah, we should get back to that. <laughs> I've been kind of lazy with Instagrams. Um, check us out, our drunk pod, if you want to see some lazy. <laughs> no, there's there's good stuff. There sometimes. So um, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Golden Standard. No pun intended. Poor's ah, Banquet. Nice. Um, it kind of disappeared into my void there um, <laughs> on Zoom, and I also have mm, the rest of my Hallerhead from last episode, which is a banana bourbon, natural banana flavors, uh, apparently. Nice. And um, it can still be called a bourbon because it is from Kentucky. Um, I don't know if I read it out last time because we were doing our commentary and I was. Also, yeah, that commentary was a fun time. Uh, Herbal Green commentary. Check it out. Um, Bananas gone crazy. Yeah, that's right. We said bananas blended with the finest Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey we could get our paws on. Um, That's a lie. Uh, No, it's good. But you've got a kick of oak, a whirl of sweetness, and some straight from the jungle banana-rama. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's that's uh, kind of cringe but uh, but from Wooler brands Owensboro, um Kentucky. And it's 80 proof. So, it's not like uh, you know, a lot of the flavored whatever it is, flavored with whiskeys, bourbons, whatever, a lot of flavored drinks will be like 35% ABV, which is a, you know, a huge deal breaker, but yeah. When I saw that had 40% and it was naturally flavored, quote unquote. That 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 was nice. Yeah. Um. The only other flavored whiskey I've had on this podcast was the Screwball. Yeah. Uh, I like this more than Screwball. Screwball's huh. too. It's good. Like I like a sc- Screwball, especially mixing. Um. But yeah. Do uh, by itself with it's, some
1: uh, hot chocolate or something like that. It's
0: too liqueur-y. It's too syrupy. Yeah. This. Yeah. This is a bourbon just with banana flavor, but it's not syrupy or, you know, like I nice that kind of discuss the syrupiness of uh, a lot of drinks like that is a huge turnoff to me. And, you know, I, I rather not bother with it, but screwball right. is pretty good. I like screwball. I'm not ragging. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just particular. <laughs> it's more of a mouthfeel, you know? Yeah. That's what she said uh anyways yeah we're here to talk about uh concerts what concerts we've been to and yeah we're not gonna there's no way i'm gonna remember every single thing but this is just a discussion because i it's something i've been wanting to do an episode on i'm sure you've thought about it too yeah um just uh because we have experiences that we shared together that will be fun to discuss here um But before we get into the main topic, uh, we haven't done this in a while uh, because we have Morning Oddities, our spinoff show, which we've been slacking off on, (laughs) but we've been getting a lot of our uh, chit-chat out on that podcast, Yeah, uh, but we haven't done it in a little bit. We're still doing it, and we're going to get back on it, but uh, it's a good opportunity to get some chit-chat out. Uh, Is there anything... You would like to talk about? Oh, Get your tangents uh, out of
1: well, off the top of my head, uh, did you see the Nintendo Direct from yesterday or the other day? Uh, they put out I... uh, Nintendo did a Direct. Um, not a lot of really cool stuff, but there was one standout, and it, this got just announced for all platforms on the same day. Is they're doing a remastered, uh, bundle. For the original star wars battlefront games
0: oh i saw that yeah, yeah. that's coming out on all i know yeah. it's coming on playstation too it's
1: gonna be on right yeah so, all
0: pretty pretty much all platforms
1: um, but um it's gonna have some uh some new um additional maps it's gonna have um you're gonna be able to play the uh um hero uh uh what's it what's it called the Hero deathmatch. Um, you're going to be able to play that on mm-hmm. every map now instead oh, of just in most icy. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, I'm excited for it because I'm hoping that it will mean kind of a revived multiplayer in that game. Um, yeah, that would be nice. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm hoping sure that the PC version that they release has con- built in native controller support because um, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, While well, you can run it on a potato, so it runs fine on the Steam Deck, it doesn't have native controller support. So getting the controls set up is just a pain in the ass.
0: Oh yeah, it's so great. if this no
1: one uh, new remastered version has some built-in controller support, that's my that's my wish list for that. Um, so I'm excited for that. That's gonna be cool. Uh, we'll have. Yeah, to I did see that. I didn't. I
0: didn't see Nintendo Direct. The most I saw from the Nintendo Direct was Mario versus Donkey Kong. Yeah which yeah. i think is a remake or like a reimagining of the first one or something i don't know something like um,
1: that um they're also doing uh, a remake of uh painted mickey or whatever it's called um that's actually pretty cool is, um, that's kind of kind of cool yeah i never played that like game.
0: that's the coolest mickey mouse game yeah you know there's well and you have king of hearts you know kingdom hearts uh has its fans, that's for sure. Kingdom Hearts is a mixed fans. bag. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, uh... <laughs> but it's you know, I always, I always thought it was cool. Um, I didn't play all of them, but I thought it was just a cool idea. Yeah, you know, and in fact, Kingdom Hearts was one of the first things that did like multiverse shit in games. I guess besides, yeah. besides um, Smash Bros. and um. What else? Uh there was a um hmm. I feel like there was something else that did that, but yeah, I mean uh you know, crossing over all the IP, but you know, it was included then now it's microtransactions and uh, I don't know. Um Uh, Disney's still and Fortnite. Disney acquired Fortnite. Epic games. Oh yeah, yeah. So which really what's really gonna change is because they already have Star Wars and Marvel characters and <laughs> Disney characters. Maybe they don't have Disney characters yet, but they're gonna. You're gonna have Mickey Mouse yeah. and he's gonna have a gun. So that's pretty fun. I like that Disney is <laughs> all for that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the <laughs> Fortnite is an anomaly. Well, it's not even an anomaly. It's I get it. Like there's so many different things now. Now they have the Fortnite. Um, it's basically the Fortnite Guitar Hero Fortnite Festival. Right. Like yeah. that's helping revive I, that genre. I like um they even developed their own guitar controller for yeah, it and stuff.
1: I uh like I don't play Fortnite. Um I've tried it. It's not for me. I used to kind of shit on it a lot. And not that I don't shit on it ever now. Yeah. But I've come to kind of like I wouldn't want to say respect, but um, you come accept, to terms. I've come to terms. Yeah, you <laughs> and and there is something to be said about like it is impressive how long they've kept it relevant.
0: Well, yeah. Now That's it's just a hard. brand. But, so like you have yeah. Fortnite Festival, which is an entirely different mini game game mm-hmm. uh, within their servers or whatever. Yeah, there's probably other shit hard. I don't know about.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Also, in gaming news, at least for me, I'm super excited. From Software finally revealed the trailer for Mm -hmm. the Elden Ring DLC. Yeah. And from Software, they always go incredibly hard with their DLCs because they're proper expansion packs. They're like a whole other game. You know, they like the Bloodborne DLC and Dark Souls 3 DLCs, like they add... They could quite literally add a, another 100 hours to the game because, you know, the difficulty and everything and the looting, you know, the uh, all the trophies they add to it. And, but, uh, yeah, they're adding a new map and new bosses and enemies, new weapons and weapon arts, stuff like that. Um, I'm not sure how it what it ties into with the lore exactly. It's the Shadow of the Earth Tree or the Elder Tree. And I'll just have to watch a vadi video, video about that to understand. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, it looks looks awesome. I've been uh, coincidentally just playing Elden Ring again. Nice. Um, just started a new save. Yeah, I have my save, my OP character that can pretty much do any spell that can do, you know. But that's no fun. I started a new save, um, and I'm just doing, like, a samurai build.
1: Oh, sick. Nice.
0: Like, on... The on the godrick uh, no i haven't got the godrick fight but um i'm almost there uh the guy you fight before that not godrick um
1: um fucking oh.
0: heretic guy or whatever i know the, guy with the I, big stick
1: i know who you're talking about
0: i fought him you know yeah. just two-handed katana style and Nice, yeah, it's fun. That's um, cool. Anyways, I, I've that, been meaning been to get
1: back into into that. I I'm waiting for it to go on sale on Steam because I played it on the. that on the Steam Deck. Uh, yeah, I want to play on the Steam Deck. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that would be
1: awesome.
0: That's gonna be one of the first games I really go deep into on the Steam Deck. Nice, I pick that up. Uh, yeah. So I plan on picking. I mean, hopefully it goes on sale at some point again. Last time it went on sale was back in December. It'll uh, at least I sh- probably go on I sale should've...
1: during the uh, the summer sale. The oh yeah, yeah. Stuff, but um,
0: we'll see. Also, I've um, another gaming well, not news, but for what I for me, I started playing Batman again. Arkham Knight, nice playing Arkham Knight again on PC. Got the Batman Pattinson outfit. Oh yeah, and I got yeah. a shader. I got a shader that gives it like the color tone in atmosphere of uh the batman movie and it fits incredibly well with the arkham verse nice and i also played it again just to remind myself of how far rock said he has fallen yeah (laughs) um Um, you know and yeah suicide squad that game has less than a thousand players like a week ago yeah (laughs) as of recording before suicide squad i'm glad it's dead i'm glad it's dead
1: some Arkham fans liked to shit on Arkham Knight, which I always thought was a little bit unfair. And now it's, everyone it is has its it has some apologizing, issues, but it's overall like a still pretty damn good game. Um, and yeah, now now you can't shit on Arkham Knight. And
0: no, and if them. anything, the, the main thing people <laughs> shit on about that game was just oh, too much Batmobile tank fights.
1: Yeah, and there you is know, too much Rocksteady Batmobile didn't tank know fights, when to but... stop.
0: They didn't know when to stop with the Batmobile, yeah. And you know the same thing, kind of. Well, not as bad, but like with Spider-Man 2 with the um, the wingsuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Insomniac didn't know when to stop with that, so they just gave us basically flying. Yeah. In a Spider-Man game, I don't, I don't know <laughs> the
1: the Batmobile and Arkham Knight you is know. kind of one of those. I don't think anyone... It's, up, it's totally up to you as the yeah, player. I don't think anyone loves it, like thinks it's the best thing that they could have done. But I see two two kind of takes on it. One is that they went too far. They should have just stopped at making it a mode of travel.
0: I and couldn't help but Some it. people have a huge childish smile when I got the Batmobile again. Yeah. Well, um, some, some people have them it's...
1: in... I've heard have the mentality of like, yeah, maybe there's a little bit too much of it, but we appreciate that fans were asking for the Batmobile, and Rocksteady didn't just stop at adding a car.
0: No, they put no, they a whole a
1: gameplay mechanic, um, into it, which, yeah, and and honestly
0: you there's know maybe about this eight year old
1: the, there's maybe too many tank battles but i kind of like the tank battles
0: about this almost 10 year old game which is mind blowing cuz booting that up i'm like this fucking looks next this looks like this generation
1: it's a stupidly good looking <sighs> game there's a few games the rain that came and out. it
0: runs like fucking butter on my there's uh, a few games
1: that came out and... around 2014 15 16 that just something they were doing i think that's one of them Witcher 3 still looks really good. It's starting to yeah. age a little bit, but, like, still Well, they got phenomenal. the free
0: upgrade, though. Yeah. So now, um, it, you the know. The other it...
1: one that came out around that time that comes to mind is it's a flawed game, but Assassin's Creed Unity is yeah. stupidly good-looking even now.
0: Well, like, with Arkham Knight, like... the only thing I've done to it – I mean, yeah, I can, I'm running it on better set- settings than my PS4 was running it on it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I have 60 FPS and everything. <laughs> Uh, and I I could get more FPS, but I just set it at sixty. That's all. Um. Uh, and Nvidia, I mean GeForce. I I've used it to optimize some games, but what I've noticed, I well, I've stopped doing that now mm-hmm. because what it does, it liter a lot of the times it will lower everything just so I get my max FPS. Right. It's like yeah. no, sometimes there's a line you cross where you yeah. don't want to sacrifice quality for fps at a certain point like as long as i'm getting my 60 uh,
1: yeah you know and it's it's, it's it's not a
0: multiplayer now multiplayer games that's different i would yeah. sacrifice graphical fidelity if i had to and i to, and um, i understand some FPS.
1: kinds of games you want max fps multiplayer maybe stuff like or yeah like elden with elden ring room. but i would be willing I would I would say for most games like 95% of games 60 fps is all you need.
0: Yeah, more no, yeah. is nice it, it,
1: but you don't need more than 60.
0: But there's some games where especially if you have a you know limitations you don't have the best system you know whatever uh, there's some games where I'm cool with a forty, a solid forty oh, FPS, absolutely. Because I rather have it be the cinematic experience, you know, mm-hmm. high graphical fidelity, you know. Yeah. If it's just uh, a single-player story game, 40, you know, 40 like FPS Red Dead Two, is... that doesn't need to be sixty FPS. Yeah.
1: Forty. I FPS want that to look beautiful.
0: Usually fine. There
1: are. There's exceptions. There's more exceptions than like yeah. Sixty FPS. There's um but uh, like on the steam deck um you can you can manually set um uh, through the steam os um what fps you want it to cap at right yeah and um what i do for most games unless i think it needs more and i think i can get more fps out of it i cap it at 40 usually because for a lot of games 40 is perfectly fine and i'd rather have a stable 40 than an unstable 60. right yeah so like i think uh i told you uh uh phantom pain is one where i mean you can run it at 60 fps on the steam deck pretty easily but if you oh, yeah, cap, if you cap it at 40 game. it never once drops below
0: 40 on high settings and it's and
1: see, smooth as butter.
0: It's great. And yeah, if you turn the FPS counter off you, after like an hour or so of playing, you would not fucking know the difference. As Honestly, long as it's consistent. I find
1: that if I play without the FPS counter, I care a lot less about FPS. <laughs> well, until you get
0: like those crazy drops or something. Yeah, then, yeah, you, know, the, you, you, you notice it sometimes. I mean, to like, the I to find the,
1: myself caring more about the my trained when
0: I actually the trained,
1: have a frame counter on
0: the trained gamer's eye when I need a frame counter, but you kind of turn that off when you don't have. Fun. Yeah. 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 Ja- Jackson over
1: here it would be, will be playing Elden ring on his, uh, <laughs> on his PC and, and be like, well, it just dropped down to 58 frames. He can tell. Well,
0: Yeah. In the middle of the boss battle, man, you, you, you got to tell. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but. <laughs> Uh, like uh, the older from software games that which were made for PC originally, like I was playing Dark Souls 3 running at 60 FPS. There's some weird graphical shit that happens, I mean, it's mostly ironed out now, yeah. um, uh, uh, well, like there's games the physics, uh, you know, because uh, it wasn't um, supposed to run that good
1: creation engine
0: games, so
1: Skyrim and Fallout, oh, yeah. them. um, you cannot just break, you, you have to mod them to get them to run over a 60. And it's because mm-hmm. the physics system the physics in the game is tied to the frame count. So <laughs> yeah. when you start running stuff over 60 FPS in Skyrim, everything speeds you up. Get and really wacky get weird, physics stuff happening.
0: Wacky physics, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which you already have anyways, but you know. So and, and it with worse. games
1: like Skyrim, you you have to mod it to get it. They they usually Bethesda has put um in the past. Uh, built in frame caps into the like the coding of the game. So they right. basically have vSync built in. You have to go into the INI files to disable it. You can't disable it in game like regularly. Um, but here's a little tip for if anyone's listening and wants some extra frames out of Skyrim, if you're playing on an older PC, disable, go and manually disable the vSync in Skyrim. Oh, yeah. And then that off. enable the VSync in if if you have Nvidia or anything like that, your built-in graphics card mm-hmm. VSync. Use that one instead. You're gonna get like an extra ten frames out of your PC, yeah, even on yeah. like
0: old shitty PCs. Yeah, like potato PCs. Anyways, that's enough. Uh, yeah, gamer talk. We um, should probably drink for that. I drink. I'm drinking eight by default. Yeah. Because, (laughs) um, I am actually I'm actually off tomorrow. I have to come Saturday do a half shift. Oh yeah, big deal. Doing one of those um, things, yeah. Yeah, but I'm off tomorrow. I don't have um, to be at
1: work uh, until I don't have to leave until nine o'clock tomorrow. Oh nice, nice. Usually I have to be at work like uh, I have usually have to leave a little bit early earlier than that. But on Fridays we're open half an hour later. later. Which means I get oh, okay. to come into work half an hour later.
0: Yeah. Which is nice. cool. <laughs> um, But yeah, tomorrow I am off because I am going. Me and my girlfriend are going to the Innings Fest in Tempe, Arizona. Mm. Uh, we went to it last year. Last year, um, Weezer played Green Day, Eddie Vedder solo. Right. I remember uh, you going to that. Yeah. Fucking pretty reckless was there that was good sick um yeah it was a good time and you know they released the schedule uh for uh last summer like sometime in july or august when they released the schedule and we we're like well if there's any bands that you know are worth seeing we'll you know uh we'll go for it and um mm-hmm. So, some of the headliners. So, we're going tomorrow, and some of the bands playing that caught my attention was 311, which is one of my favorite bands, honestly. And I've They're only cool. recently got into them a couple of years ago. But anyone that doesn't know what 311 is, just search it. Yeah. And Red Hot Chili Peppers are headlining. Oh, and I've never seen them before. I mean, I haven't seen any of these bands before. And is you know my history. At Chili Peppers. I like a lot of their songs and albums, like Stadium Arcadium, Blood Sugar oh, yeah. Sex Magic. I don't really like Anthony Kiedis that much, but you know with Flea and um. Uh, uh john for john being bad. neither and, um, one of us
1: really like anthony kiedis that much but we're not as hard on will Farrell
0: on drums yeah. <laughs> we're <laughs> not a, we're me um, you and me
1: are as hard on on kiedis as uh, no um, no, no. Is.
0: no no we're not um <laughs> but yeah but also i mean yeah they sound like a great band to see live and oh hell yeah they're right here in town basically um so yeah go into that tomorrow um it's going to be an all-day thing, basically. Oh, um, well,
1: yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and
0: I'm super stoked for 311. And Greta Van Fleet is also playing. And, yeah, I have okay. very... <laughs> uh To anyone that likes them, I don't want to yuck your yum. I have a co just...
1: who really, really, really likes them. And I understand and them why you like Greta them. Greta Van Fleet is... here's right? here's, here's the... I think they but it's have just... a few pretty good songs. Yeah, no, but it's good when... old classic rock and roll, and, and they and they have a few songs that I think are too much so legitimately like pretty solid songs. They yeah, well, cool guitar riffs, good melodies. They're very they, they're good at what they do, but when you listen to them for more than like five songs in a row, you realize that most of their songs are the same
0: not only that but the elephant in the room it's pretty much just let's do led zeppelin again yeah. even though the singer claims that he was trying to emulate uh steve tyler um well, I, I don't I, hear I, it i hear robert plant i'm not gonna know. i'm not gonna um,
1: shit on them too much for that that similarity there i think i well, think that's zeppelin okay. ripped
0: blues artists off yeah, when they started i think it's so. okay that but, they resemble zeppelin a bit um, but for people there's people that really get hung up on that and they're like <laughs> I, i'd rather just listen to zeppelin i'm like yeah me too yeah. but people that like them because of that they're like i it's nice to hear a new rock band that sounds like the classics yeah so i totally I, understand it i, I totally think, get it uh, i, I think don't listen to them on the regular to make, it's gonna be fun to see them live to
1: make um, the um the Aerosmith comparison cuz Aerosmith is another band where I like some of their songs but I generally think Yeah,
0: well you can listen to deep tracks. Yeah, on um, better stuff there.
1: There's some good deep tracks, but I generally think they Aerosmith a lot of their stuff is pretty samey. Yeah. It's my main, it's my really my main problem with them. Uh, so I think uh, Well, you could say the what, same for like ac What Greta Van Fleet is from me listening to them is they are if Led Zeppelin had the creative um uh, capacity of Aerosmith.
0: It's the wish brand Zeppelin. It's
1: it's it's yeah. But it's still gonna be they fun. Can, I'm excited. They can do the Zeppelin you know. sound, but they don't have the range and like the creative range right that That's yeah. that's the difference, I think. No, but they have some cool songs. They have a few ones I oh, yeah. I've admitted um, to liking.
0: A new band, a new rock band I've I have just got into, like, a couple weeks ago. um, I saw, you know, Justin Hawkins, he has a YouTube channel. He's the singer from the darkness. Mm, He does, like, Mm -hmm. blogs and, like, reviews of songs and whatever. Um,
1: Caleb just. (laughs) um,
0: Yeah. Uh, Our buddies. Little ladies. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. Join, yeah, we could have a guess here if he's if he has any balls. Um, Let's see. Anyways,
1: stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways, uh, what was that? Oh yeah. So he, I saw one of his videos. Justin Hawkins rides again. A great channel. Great YouTube channel. Like I only I knew about the darkness from their one big song way back then. Mm-hmm. uh the i yeah, I can't say called, i'm uh, super
1: familiar i'm like i've i, see, I only of, knew that
0: one song i've heard of the darkness but... and i saw him he played at the taylor hawkins tribute show and stuff and sang van halen he was really good mm-hmm. but then i saw his youtube video and i was like wait is that that guy but anyways i i i watch his stuff uh fairly regularly now um but uh well why would you but um he did a review on his new band. And he was like, oh, this is real. He was like, now this is proper rock and roll and whatever. Uh, and it was this band called The Warning. And um, The Warning, it's a three-piece band, three sisters from Mexico. And most of their songs are sung in English. They have some Spanish mm-hmm. songs. But um, damn, I, yeah, I would recommend The Warning. Uh, oh, yeah. In fact, uh, you know they could potentially show up on album review at some point. Um, really good stuff there. They, um, what's so cool about them? I think one of their first YouTube videos they did was a cover of Inner Sandman when they were like fourteen. Oh, sick! <laughs> and apparently they had offers from Nick and Disney and Nickelodeon and stuff, and they rejected all of them because they wanted to be independent they wanted to have a real sound and not just be produced crap um so they made a name for themselves and uh yeah really good stuff you know just a really good hard rock joint but they've gone into more poppy stuff but it's it's a lot of fun definitely recommend the morning um yeah great stuff just wanted to give them a shout out a new band i've been listening to hell yeah um where was i going with that i don't know i don't know um just want to give a shout out <laughs> um but yeah um yeah excited for the innings fest and i'll tell you last year uh when Eddie Venner played it was like 48 degrees and he was like damn isn't it supposed to be warmer here you know <laughs> but <laughs> this guy uh fainted in the crowd and passed out uh and he stopped the show and uh he even like came down by the crowd and wow. stuff to make sure he was okay. That's um, awesome. And he had not, not awesome that the fucking, guy that
1: passed out. That's no,
0: but awesome that Eddie Vedder is a cool guy. He had the fucking pitcher <laughs> from a red. He had a ex pitcher from the Red Sox play a song with him. Oh, oh sick! I don't know who I can got, gotta was. say,
1: I gotta say a slight a slight side thing here. Um, I am. This is the only time of year that I'm jealous that you live down there uh because spring training just started. Uh yep. and uh that's that's yeah cool. I might try to see the Cubbies play. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Dodgers yeah. just played their first game uh today as we're recording this and they kicked the Padres ass. And I know it's just spring training, but it's good to see the Dodgers do good on the first game. <laughs>
0: right. But um, um but yeah. yeah aside for that um we could talk. I don't know how we open this up. You want to talk about some of your favorite experiences or concerts you've been to?
1: Yeah, I want to start. I want to structure start. this a little bit. I thought about no this structure. It. Yeah, I I say I thought about this slightly. I I gave like a minute of thought of it about this earlier in the day. Um, I want to start with we're go, we can go back and forth on this uh, early concerts for us
0: early yeah yeah let's 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 go back a little bit and then we can move our way move Um, our way up
1: into other topics here
0: um yeah one of um one of my earliest concerts that i can actually remember (laughs) um (laughs) i saw man Okay, i'll talk about this um this one I saw the Foo Fighters at a big stadium, you know, nice. so it's not my favorite type of concert, but I still remember this concert because it was just me and my dad and um, oh, saw yeah. the Foo Fighters, this band, super grass, open for them. And um, yeah, it was a real good time. It was my first time seeing the uh, You know, the some, of, some of my favorite, and...
1: one of my favorite concert stories ever was just uh, me and my dad going to a concert.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I don't have so anything... Cool in particular, special the story, that's one of the earliest ones. I also remember me and my dad went and saw Santana, Carlos Santana, oh so uh, also at big state at b o k Center in Tulsa, this big uh, stadium uh-huh. and um yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. But my most like out of all my earliest concerts, um, one of my most. One i uh i always think about even when i like when i'm going to um other shows ballrooms stuff like that um and this one i just went um uh with some friends actually and um royal well this one isn't really one of my early ones but it's one i always think about yeah. every time i go to a show right. um, we saw uh royal blood um, at the Canes Ballroom in Tulsa and um, I remember, I just remember this is before they, I think I know the lead singer's sober now, or maybe the drummer is now, or one of them sober, or both of them are, or maybe they're not <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but all I remember, what I remember from the concert was um, the whole time because Royal Blood, if you don't know, they're a two-piece band, just bass mm-hmm. and drums and he has, the, the bass player slash front man has a bunch of bass amps, a couple of guitar amps linked together, distortion pedals, yeah, shit like that. So they have a really big sound just for two people, a huge sound, yeah, because you have that bass and drums, and their drummers kick ass. But I remember the drummer was just downing, just downing <laughs> Heinekens the whole show. And they ended up jamming. They ended up jamming some Black Sabbath. They started jamming on some, uh, oh, nice fucking Iron Man. Just
1: getting swifty on
0: stage. Yeah, getting swifty. And then <laughs> later on, the drummer actually stage dove into the crowd. And I remember I had to help hold him up. And that was the first time I've ever had anyone stage dive on me. And, or maybe one of the earliest times I've had anyone stage dive at a concert. And it happened to be a member from the band. So that was oh, pretty yeah. cool. That's cool. And um, uh, there's a lot of fun concerts I've been to at that venue at the Canes Ballroom, which is nice. one of the classic old school venues in Tulsa. You know, Hank Williams played there. A lot of yeah. old country guys played there. And, oh man, um, what I wouldn't give to go back in time and see
1: Hank venue. Williams at a cool place like that. That would be right. Amazing.
0: And yeah, it's just this this man. tiny, sweaty, old ballroom. It gets super hot. Yeah. You know, there's standing room only if you're at a packed show, and the mosh pit. And um, oh uh, yeah, a lot of fun memories there. Remember, I saw the Arts and Monkeys there. Um, and actually got um, we won, we won. The tickets in the radio show. Oh. For the Arctic monkeys? Oh no, wait, I forget exactly what happened. We We got them from the radio show from this guy that couldn't go or something. He was selling oh, them. it was I something see. like that. Yeah. And um we actually got to meet them and get their signatures. I have it's back home, but I have their C D with their signatures on it. Oh, cool. The Arctic monkeys. And that's when they just came out their PM album, which was their huge, you know, I like their, I mean, there's still good stuff on there, but that's when they went huge and mainstream at the moment. That's when they really, mm. really blew up. Yeah. So they came to the album. So it was packed. People were going crazy. You know, girls were fainting and everything. for Alex <laughs> external and everything. And yeah, that was a real fun time. And I just remember I bumped to one of these girls from my high school and she's super short. She's only like four, four foot five or something like that. It's really <laughs> short. And um, uh, I helped her, you know, where she could see. Because uh, wow. of course at concerts, this is a mainstay.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, there's always a taller guy, and he's always in front of you. That's,
1: yeah, <laughs> for- of course. It's always, that's always okay. the rule.
0: Now, if you're that tall guy, for one. Fuck you. But also, too, I know you can't help it, but also, why do you have to stand in front of the short people? Why does it always seem that way? <laughs> I know it's intentional. I, I've seen the memes where it's like the tall guy at the concert and he's like, I'm sorry or whatever. Yeah. Uh, on the back of his shirt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, uh, but there's always a tall there's always a tall guy in front of you. Um and you have to move and then another tall guy gets in front of you and you have to move again and shuffle around yeah. until you get the best spot. I'm well, not tall but I'm bad. not sure. I'm pretty average height. I, I guess I'm uh, okay. Um, height. You know, five ten. Uh, not tall but tall enough where I can peek over and whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Where it's not I'm, a huge I'm, issue for me. You're like I'm, six two. No. no so I'm just six. Or, or just about just six. six. Foot um so, so yeah so you're in a tall, boat but, you tall can...
1: but still still in the average range of tall not, yeah so
0: there's always gonna be a guy taller than you but you're average. tall enough where you can move to the next the shorter guy or whatever and yeah yeah i feel sorry for short people at concerts you know especially when you're in general mission yeah. yeah um mm-hmm. you know that's rough but um oh man yeah i one of my I, um you talk about yours, but I want to talk about one that uh, we've yeah, both I, been to. Well, you know, I want
1: to mention some of the, the early... I, I wanted to start by, like, we should get out some of these early concerts because, like, I don't have a lot of stories about these concerts. I don't have any I cool, was, like, crazy cool young. stories about them. No. Um, the first concert well, yeah, I, wasn't doing I anything crazy. I went to, but I don't remember it because I was very young. Uh, but I know I went to this concert. I went to James Taylor. Nice. Um, uh, I remember uh, when I was in elementary school, I did cross country in elementary yeah, school cycling. and we did like this uh, charity five k thing we participated in, and at the end of it, uh, Joe Jet played. That's awesome. I, I remember that. That was pretty cool. Um, REM was when I was like in middle school. I saw
0: REM. Um, they were
1: meh life which is a bummer cuz REM is pretty cool.
0: well <laughs> every time you told me about them you said it was just way too much preaching and politics, right? There was a lot of that. Yeah, it was a yeah. Yeah. Um come on Michael.
1: Uh but I I think the best early concert ever that I've went to was Neil Diamond at the Staples Center.
0: Nice. That was that was awesome. Yeah. Neil Diamond. <laughs> but um <laughs> uh not my cup of tea, but, the, the, but that sounds uh, the, like a the the The
1: main one, and I think this can lead into something that we're going to talk about anyway. Um, yeah. the, uh, this was in 2014, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh So I was in high school. Uh was the first time I saw Flocking Molly. There's nothing like your first time. And yeah, you know, popping that cherry, right? Oh. <laughs> um, it was at the Fox Theater in I'm sure Pomona. sure Dave King would appreciate um, that. Yeah, it was at the Fox Theater in Pomona and they had um, a band opening from their German punk band called Donuts or Do-Nuts or Donuts or I don't know how you they mm. pronounce it. Um, and I rem- they were... I mean, Flog and Molly obviously was a blast, but they were so much fun. They and I remember they saying, "We're not gonna take it." Oh yeah, and um, the singer sort of stage dived uh, during that. During that, uh, more like he walked out onto the crowd, and they held him up by his ankles as he walked. Onto, oh wow! Wow, that was um, which thing. was a lot of fun, and he and he had. I remember him having the the crowd was holding him up by the ankles, and he had the microphone, and he would sing, "We're not gonna take it," and then hold the microphone down to the crowd, and they would sing, and that was that. That was a memorable Good time. Yeah. Um, the other thing I remember from that show was a really drunk Mexican guy going around with a can of PBR that clearly didn't have PBR in it, trying to feed it to people. Um, oh, geez.
0: Uh, <laughs> my PBR, why would you disguise something like that? He just had
1: a can of like, like a 24 ounce can of PBR uh, and it clearly, very obviously was not PBR in there. He had you know something, it try it? something, well, just you could smell it. It did not smell oh, like okay. beer and all that. Uh so and he was walking up was to people uh, like all drunk and like putting his arm around them and just like trying to get them to to drink from it. Oh wow. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't drink things from strangers, people. That's how, that's how you get roofied. Um. No. no. Well, it that's all contextual. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, Flogging Molly. Um, I've seen them twice now. The first time with you. Mm-hmm. Second time here. Uh, in yeah. Tempe. Actually, I'm jealous. Um, I'm jealous man. that you've,
1: you've seen them more recently than me. That's. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I saw them back in fucking. What was it? I'm losing track of time. It was like September. It was September, I think. It was September. Yeah. Or was it August? Either way, saw them uh, uh, last year and before we talk about our experience with them, I just want to talk about this one. Uh, they had the first band was the um the fuck they were called? They were this really cool like r- kind of rockabilly punk um, yeah, like southern punk, like Texas punk band. Huh. Nice. Uh, they were called the Vandaliers or something like that, I think, or Yeah, the Vandaliers.
1: Oh. Nice. I'm not and familiar with man.
0: Them. I've never heard their stuff before. I mean, I listen to their stuff a bit leading to the concert just to get kind of familiar. You know, I like getting familiar of some of the opening bands, especially if they sound interesting. So yeah, they're considered American alternative country music group, but they're really punk huh. uh forward. Yeah, country rock, Americana, cow punk. Um, and yeah. you know, they have a guy on the fiddle, they have a guy on the fucking Hell uh, yeah. pedal steel guitar and shit, uh harmonica and shit. Um, but yeah, they were a lot of fun. You know, it actually surprised me, like they really got the crowd going and energized. Yeah. And then there was another band called The Bronx, but not oh, a yeah. reference to New York, but no. L.A. Yeah. A really good punk band. So The, and the Bronx, uh,
1: they played uh, one of the times I saw Vlogging Molly. Oh, yeah. They, they played not as The Bronx. So they they have two projects. They're a, Mexican, a Mexican-American punk band. Mm-hmm. Um, So the Bronx is their punk band. And then they have another project called Mariachi El Bronx, which is the same material, but played in Mariachi style.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And they
1: played as Mariachi El Bronx one of the times that I saw fucking Molly. And that's one of those ones where like they were, I didn't expect them to be as
0: phenomenal as they were right no they're really good i mean i just saw them doing just their like hardcore punk act um and yeah really fun time and like the singer even came out got the crowd going he joined in and the mosh pit was running around and shit yeah and um and that was a lot of fun and then flogging molly played and of course that was amazing and that was the first time i actually saw um dave king's wife play along with them because when we saw them she wasn't there. She couldn't play. I forgot for what reason. Um I swear she wasn't there. Uh, Maybe I was too uh,
1: I don't think I she was there.
0: She was there. They had another
1: They've never Was she there? I've never seen them play without her. She's their main fiddle player.
0: Maybe well, she was, but huh. We'll talk about when we saw them. <laughs> um, but either way, she was awesome on the fiddle. And then she played yeah. the freaking flute or the piccolo or whatever. And um the, the Tin Whistle. Double...
1: Yeah, yeah. Tin
0: Whistle. Yeah. And just amazing. And man, they played for like two and a half hours. Damn. Like they gave it their all. And then Dave King came out and did fucking Black Friday all by himself on Acoustic. Then the band oh, joined in with him. That's cool. And that was awesome. Nice. And that's all honestly one of my favorite Vlog Molly songs now. Actually.
1: That's a good one. Black Friday really Rule. Really good song. Yeah.
0: Great song. Yeah, Black Friday Rule. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was an amazing time. But I remember we, we didn't get home until like the traffic and everything. Oh, yeah you know by the time we get out we we got some dutch bros uh but we didn't get home until like fucking like one in the morning Jeez. we had work yeah. the next day yeah and oh for, geez. i or, or at least i had work the next day yeah oh uh, yikes i yeah. don't think uh, i've been in situations did. like that uh, yeah and um, yeah that sucked you know going to work the next day and yeah, I had a little too, uh, a few too many Guinness and Dave King was just throwing Guinnesses out to the front room. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. He does. <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, he was, uh, that was a lot of fun and still, I mean, not as fun as my first time seeing them obviously. Cause well, it was still a lot of fun. I would just say like flogging Molly, I would see them a third time. I'll see them a fourth time same yeah. as you like there is I've seen them so great live six or and... seven
1: times something like that and yeah i want to see them again um the first time was they just the, the... energy
0: and just man they just put on yeah. a hell of a show
1: first time i saw them was the uh the what i already mentioned in pomona with the with that german band and the the guy trying to feed people
0: what clearly wasn't pbr um wasn't was uh the bronx there
1: no that was a that was a different time yeah okay so then i saw them let me see if i can remember i saw them at the hollywood palladium i've seen them there i think three times so the first the the next time was at the palladium and i don't remember who opened for them (laughs) um I saw them at an amphitheater in Irvine, California. That was that was fun. They they had a uh, Hepcat and uh Go Go Gypsy Punks. You know nice. For them. Nice. Uh both of them were
0: really Let's, fun. Let's um, um How many and, amphitheater gigs have you been to? Let's talk about that for a second. A decent number? Uh right. I think they can be fun. Uh I usually prefer I being I think they're more fun up and close, but like they're know, like, well, like, yeah. Let's talk about before we talk about yeah. more of our experiences. Let's talk about the different types of yeah. venues and even the different types of uh, music you would see live. Um, so you have your ballroom or what you would call it your, you know, general admission stand in cramp areas. Mm-hmm. Your ballrooms, your yeah theaters or mar- marquees, whatever the fuck they want to call them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but your ballroom experiences, those are the most intimate. Mm-hmm. And those are ones, especially if you're seeing some kind of rock group or a punk group or something, typically always gonna have a mosh pit, typically always gonna have beers all over the floor. Well, most concerts are gonna have that. But yeah. um, you know, you have those, which are personally they're both my favorite, and they're also the most exhausting.
1: They, <laughs> they're definitely the they most can exhausting.
0: Be. Yeah. Um, especially how much you give into it and how much you want to play into depends it depends on the band you're seeing yeah. and how much you're drinking and what band you're seeing. Yeah. Um, then you have your mid-medium size, your mid-sized venues. Uh, I would say. Uh, the that the could also include concert
1: halls, the... that could
0: be concert halls, theaters. Yeah. It could also include ballrooms if they're a bigger one and if you're yeah. and I think I would consider it part of that experience if you don't have you're not in as general mission, if you're like in the seats or it's, something. It's you know, like uh the they're rafters. like
1: they're like big enough where you it's not as intimate, but small yeah. they're still small enough where you still feel like you're right there.
0: Yeah, and then you have... Your amphitheaters was just... Well, for one, that's outdoor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's outdoor. It's, I'm sure and that's, indoor um, ones
1: exist, but I've never been to one.
0: <laughs> that's a level above that. You can have smaller, still kind of more intimate ones. Yeah. Um, but usually it's going to be bigger, and usually you have the big lawn areas and everything, and you have all the different food trucks or whatever, you know... Depending on where you are, uh, those I still like the. I mean, honestly, depending on the context and depending yeah, on uh, who's there, playing, there can be. I bands mean, any venue
1: that yeah, there can be can bands lie. that like right? I've seen at amphitheaters where it's like it's actually super chill because like actually, so like I saw flogging amphitheaters the though, and they can. I saw flogging Molly on, at at an amphitheater, and it was um. Usually I like being up close in the mosh pit and everything, right. Molle, But th- but this time I was with my sister, and one of my um good uh old uh, high school friends, yeah. Who at the time I had not seen in a couple of years. So it's like we all went to see Flogging Molly, and it was cool. We got to sit, you know, sit in our seats, hang out. It was a nice evening outside. We got to drink beers, have food. Everyone was singing Chill. along to the songs. It was honestly really really chill, um and and, and that a, can be a band like too. Floggy Molly can rock an amphitheater, just as well as they can at any other venue. I mean, um at the time yeah. it was uh, I, what I remember from that show was uh, Dave King's mom had just died like the month before. Oh really? So he he played. There's a song, on one of their albums that's already about his mom, um and it's a you know a a soft piece that's just played on like a banjo with him singing and he played that dedicated to his mom um which was wow. really really cool seeing that and the whole crowd was just like chilling
0: having a good time
1: so it's like it's a different
0: vibe but it works everybody gets their well not, their smartphone out or their light used yeah. to be candles yeah. so i'm told. No, it's smartphone lights
1: <laughs> used- <laughs> yeah. i
0: i um, <laughs> Uh, no, there's been a few times where I that's like like I said, some of the earlier like big stadium concerts I've been to, people uh, a lot more people were still using lighters back in like 2010. Uh huh. But yeah. then you know,
1: I don't see fairly quickly
0: anymore. picker people. You have that one guy. You have the one guy that uses yeah. Or or if
1: it's the right type um, of concert, they, there's a lot of stoners.
0: Well, yeah, they. They then, have their lighters then they have their lighters. But
1: well, like like the, another uh, amphitheater, uh, one. It was the same amphitheater in Irvine, California, that uh, I saw um a show at, and there was a bunch of um like you can smell the pot type of <laughs> stoners uh hanging out. I don't behind think us. I've ever been to a so concert they, where you don't smell pot. They had they had all their lighters out and stuff. That that show was it was um it was Bob Dylan touring with Wilco and My Morning Jacket oh wow and uh, and opening for them was uh, at this show was Ryan Bingham who was really good um, and I just remember Bob Dylan really sucked <laughs> which is a bummer because I love Bob Dylan but he sucks live. <laughs> Never um, plays
0: anything the same way or the right way.
1: Yeah, and he faces his yeah. back to the crowd, doesn't even like recognize that the crowd is there. Uh, but My Morning Jacket and Wilco were killer. Uh, Jackson Brown played a song with My Morning Jacket, and Nancy Sinatra came out and played a song, played Boots Are Made For Walking with Wilco. That was rad. And at the end, after all nice. the bands had played, a bunch of them came back out onto the stage and they all played The Weight together. Which was really cool. But that was another oh, cool. Like, it was an amphitheater. It's like in the evening. It's like a nice summer, summer evening type of thing, which we're just chilling. It was cool. Yeah. But um, amphitheaters and then uh, what would be the step up from that? Stadiums? Um, Or is there like an in between?
0: Kind of maybe. I, I would say the in between and be- that and amphitheater would be festival. Right, right. And I, I not necessarily because it's not definitely not the same type of thing because the festival, you, have mul- you know, multiple bands playing throughout the whole day, but as in terms of how the the spacing and the vibes are, I would say yeah. a festival is usually just like a bigger, crazier amphitheater. Yeah. In terms of vibes and in terms of setup. Mm. Uh, and in fact, that's why I like amphitheater so much, because they can feel intimate, even though you're you're in this huge, big outdoor space. They can feel intimate. You, um, if you
1: set up the show right, it can be a really good experience. Um, the Hollywood yeah. Bowl is one of my favorite venues of all time. It's a oh yeah, it's iconic a, venue, but it's also yeah. a really well built and laid out amphitheater. Um, that's where I saw our. Oh well, my one of
0: um, my favorite. Yeah. I mean. I've only been to it once, but definitely a favorite because it's just—I it's just fucking great. Red Rocks. Oh right, I've I'd never to been to Red Rocks. Again. Uh, I saw yeah. uh Fourth of July, baby, blues traveler. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that was awesome, man and yeah talk about smelling pot
1: yeah that would be (laughs) that would be an awesome show Uh, yeah that
0: that was amazing it was a pretty warm day
2: in
0: denver or golden wherever it technically is i forget i think it's technically golden Mm -hmm. um but uh it was actually a pretty hot day, like for Colorado at least. It was like ninety eight, a hundred. Yeah. But then when the sun set, it, it cooled down pretty quick, and then everyone started getting cold, and you wanted jackets and whatever, put the <laughs> on. And I remember, so uh, yeah, my parents came to visit, went with them, and I remember in the line going up the hut, and yeah, and Red Rocks. There's a huge set of stairs. It's like a hike getting up to the fucking yeah. venue, man. It is crazy. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, like, be ready to, like, if you're not in good shape, be ready to be winded by it in a bit, or at least be ready to go up a lot of fucking stairs, you know? Um, but, uh, I remember, and this is the most Colorado thing to happen, it's the most, like, stereotypical thing to happen. At a concert at Red Rocks, right? <laughs> uh, there's this like hippie, obvious hippie-looking guy, like in his fifties or sixties, and he had something under his shirt bulging out, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. And um, and at the same time, uh, there's uh, another. There's other people trying to stow away their shit real quick before security. And then this fucking guy, and this guy's like the most stereotypical like hippie like Cheech Chong looking motherfucker <laughs> here, right? Uh, he has this thing bulging out of his shirt, and he fucking trips on the stairs, and you hear glass break. And I look over, and he had a huge bowl of weed
2: <laughs> <laughs> just
0: break <laughs> on the ground. And I hear glass break, and I hear, oh shit! And as, it's just red whole a red
1: rock setup. Yeah, red rocks. Show.
0: A huge bowl of weed. Jeez. And
1: obviously, um uh, well, the, the only thing that would be more stereotypical would be if it was a Grateful Dead show. Jeez. <laughs> like, Blues Traveler. like that's Yeah, me. yeah.
0: <laughs> but, uh yeah, that was pretty fucking funny. That's but, funny. yeah, it was an amazing experience and it, it, a lot of fun. Blues Traveler killed it. I mean, uh, I forget his fucking name, but just wailing on the harmonica and everything. Oh, yeah. And had a great backing band. Um, I want to ask you, and yeah, come when night fell and everything, uh, uh, with the lights on red rocks. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. Cool. I yeah.
1: want to ask you, uh, there's any concerts you've been to that you have low expectations for that ended up being, yeah. Awesome. Um, cause those are always fun.
0: Low. Well, Hmm.
1: Or low, or at least you didn't have any expectations, for, but it it ended up impressing you more than you thought it would.
0: This is slightly different. Um, Well, actually, um, yeah, this is slightly different, but I have some concerts that I did not intend on going to. Never thought Mm -hmm. about going to. um, But uh, my girlfriend's sister makes a lot of money, and she also has credit cards and stuff, and she likes doing shit with people and doing shit with us and mm-hmm. doing shit for us, I I don't know what like her whole story is and every but she's really nice. We've got to go to a lot of shows because of her. Yeah, in fact, I got to see Beyonce. <laughs> that was a concert. I would never go to wow. myself. Never plan on going to, but it was she awesome. I got to see nice. Beyonce yeah. at uh, the State Farm Stadium. <laughs> uh, you know where they played the Super Bowl last year. Uh, speaking of Super Bowl, that was some bullshit. Um, not that i really care but it's still bullshit like i feel sorry for 49ers fans i yeah but at the same time the chiefs drove the ball all the way down the field in overtime so i i I still Um, work
1: part-time at a liquor store on like sundays and i was there on super bowl sunday so i got to hear all about it (laughs) and it just made me care less
0: (laughs) right <laughs> Anyways,
1: all um, these drunk Broncos fans
0: complaining so yeah, about big one ass, team or the other. Big ass State Farm Stadium, and that brings us to our final tier of concert: the big stadiums. Yeah, where you're just looking at a screen, unless you paid thousands of dollars to be up front in the general admission and whatever. Yeah. And yeah, concert press is ridiculous. Like uh, Taylor Swift, thousands of dollars easily just to get it's up wild. into the. Uh, uh, Front, uh first couple bros pearl jam even and funnily yeah. enough pearl jam eddie Vedder fought against Ticketmaster back in the day and now their tickets are thousands of dollars to uh yeah. be at the front row and whatever and be into the pit um but uh you know it's just insane um but yeah i got to see beyonce because uh um someone else was supposed to go long story short i got to go Nice. Nice. And and I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" And yeah, it was crazy traffic getting there. It was crazy amount of people getting in there. And I, I don't know why I remember this, but I remember a guy talking about Starfield for the whole fucking time in front of me in line. (laughs) And he was like, "Yeah, if there's if there's something you can't, if there's something you're bored of, you just go do something else." And that's just (laughs) when Starfield came out, when all the hype. I don't know why I remember that, but I remember it. Jeez guy talking about starfield starfield beyonce. or was that the metallica concert either way guys talking about starfield uh yeah i got to see beyonce and that's it's like it's not that i didn't think it's not like i didn't respect or like beyonce but it's like that's not the type of thing i listened to but you know i ended up having a lot of fun and for one uh she put on a huge fucking show like just a light show special wow. effects all kinds of shit going on changing outfits all the time tons of dancers like uh, it's like a event it's a spectacle it's like going seeing the circus Cirque du soleil you know it's that yeah. kind of concert like that's a whole other thing right where it's it's not just the music it's a whole experience it's a show right yeah and that was my first like pop star big crazy concert you know i think i've seen
1: like a pop star unless you count neil diamond (laughs) no one counts (laughs) but neil diamond's not on the level (laughs) of beyonce yeah he is kind of um
0: pop star style singer so that was fucking crazy and like that's something i didn't plan on going to or uh, nice. Ever imagine going to, but I had a lot of fun with that. You know, yeah. And yeah, no opening act, obviously. It was just Beyonce. Just Beyonce. I mean, fuck <laughs> yeah. Like, and, um, yeah, that was a lot for. of fun. Yeah. Uh, another thing, this is kind of on the flip side of that. Okay. Where it's a band I definitely would want to see. It's actually a band I've seen before, actually, at the last Innings Fest. The Offspring. Uh huh. So. Shortly after moving here and everything, uh, my girlfriend's sister was like, hey, you guys want to see The Offspring? It was Tuesday. I just got off work. She was like, yeah. you want to see The Offspring? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd like to see The Offspring.
2: <laughs> and like, right well,
0: like now, <laughs> yeah. So they were playing. It's this amphitheater. Talking. Nice. Uh, talking. Sticks Resort. And um, her sister snagged tickets for six dollars a pop. What because they were doing so they were recording it live with Live Nation, so it's a live recorded concert, uh-huh. and they just wanted it filled to the brim. So, to fill the rest of it up, oh, they just sold tickets dirt cheap. And they do venues do. Yeah. you know big venues like that will do that sometimes if it's being recorded live or you know, whatever uh-huh. and um and I was like fuck yeah and I didn't feel bad about it cuz it was only 6 bucks <laughs> and um got to see the Offspring again and I actually got to see them headline and I got to see some 41 a little oh, bit because we got sick. there a little late <laughs> and I got to see Simple Plan and they played the Scooby-Doo song. Nice. Because <laughs> they did the What's New Scooby-Doo song. Yeah, yeah. And they played it. So that was fun. And then I got to see The Offspring. It was awesome. And um, fucking uh, uh, Dexter got on the fucking keys and did, um, I forget what the song, what's the song called? Not The Kids Are All Right. It was like, he did the song solo on the keyboard. It was uh heaven. Mm-hmm. Heaven is So Far Away, that one.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah.
0: He did that just on the piano, and it was really cool.
1: Nice. And everyone
0: got their lights out, everything. And that was like one of my more favorite like amphitheater experiences. But it was fucking brutally hot. Oh. It was um uh so yeah, the sun is set by the time the offspring were playing, but it was still like a hundred Four or whatever. Oh, jeez! It was really hot. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I I, I said the only time of the year that, that I off. that
1: I that I that I'm jealous of you living down there is during a spring training right now. The rest In of the, the year, I am yeah. not jealous of you. Um, I well, saw, it's only I,
0: during that m- midsummer where it's really fucking crazy. But um, I saw and, um,
1: um, one time uh, it was this was a different different experience then like a big amphitheater. This was a little ballroom place, but, um, it's the L Ray theater in, uh, LA. Uh, but this was one of those where someone had tickets and they couldn't go. So it was my mom and dad had tickets and I was, this was, this was, I was done with high school, but it hadn't left home yet. Yeah. That, that year I took a year gap to just work. Um, and uh, they had tickets to go see Nick Lowe. Um, uh, like uh, he does uh, Cruel to be Kind. Uh, What's so funny about Peace, Love and Understanding. He's he, he, he's done work with like Elvis Costello. He's an old new wave Elvis Costello. Oh, yeah. All right, good. Um, so they had tickets to go see him for his holiday show. Um, I knew who Nick Lowe was, but I wasn't like into Nick Lowe. Anything, but my mom got sick and couldn't go. So I went with just my dad just cause he is like, I'm not the, you know, don't want to let these tickets go to waste. Let's let's, I'm going to take you now. Um, and damn, that was one of the most intimate, like just quality performances I've ever, ever seen. Like, nice. first of all, Nick Lowe just commands the stage in just an excellent way. And we were like front row. So it was really cool. That's awesome. And he had playing with him this band called the uh, Straight Straightjackets, which is they're a surf rock band. Bird of them. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they were his backup band. Um, and what he, they did is they all went up together, they played a bunch of like Christmas songs and stuff. And then Nick Lowe goes, I'm going to step off stage. I assume
0: this was like in December or November or something. Yeah,
1: this is like in December or Christmas time. Yeah. So, and then Nick Lowe goes, okay, so I'm going to step off stage for like half an hour. I'm just going to let Low Straightjackets play their stuff. So he leaves, just fucks off for for like half an hour. And Low Straightjackets plays a bunch of their stuff. They played like the Charlie Brown theme song. Uh, and stuff like that, but like surf rock style. And their whole thing That's is they cool. wear they wear luchador masks, but they don't talk. But they are they were really yeah. fun in, with interacting with the crowd and stuff. Still, um, and then Nick Lowe came back out and they played a bunch of his classic stuff. And then for the encore, Nick Lowe came back out, and it was fun because like during his classic stuff, like everyone in the crowd is like sixty years old, but they're all drunk and singing at the top of their lungs mm. which was fun um <laughs> uh and uh so Nick Lowe for the encore he came back out and he played just by himself on an acoustic guitar allison by elvis costello
0: oh that's awesome and
1: it was that's amazing awesome. and that was one of those one of those times where it's like i had i wanted i didn't i didn't have low expectations but i didn't Hey, you to didn't it. plan I was, on it. I was well, like, you this, yeah, I wasn't planning on going. Um, I was like, I kind of know who uh, this guy is, and I was blown away by the by the whole performance. Yeah,
0: that sounds yeah. awesome. Um, I have to talk about this one, not only because it was pretty recent, and also because, yeah, this was one I planned on going. I got the tickets myself. I wanted to go to this, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I um, saw. <clears throat> last september pantera oh sick with phil Anselmo, the like the original band with all the remaining members i mean obviously vinnie ball and don Bagdero had passed away rest in peace but um fucking zach wild was on lead guitar hell yeah uh, i've seen him before i and the story about this concert, I went to this festival called Rocklahoma. This is like one big festival that happens in Oklahoma in the middle of July. It's hot and humid. It's nasty. It's yeah. it's it sucks. Um, but <laughs> they have good metal bands and shit that play there, and rock bands. And this leads into another story. Yeah, and I guess I will tell it. So we got. Uh it was just me and my mom and a friend that was gonna go to Rock And because Soundgarden was the headliner. Oh uh, this was 2017, right? 2017. Yeah. And so fucking stoked, so ready to see Soundgarden, and of course all the other bands, but it was really for Soundgarden. And um uh then Chris Cornell died, uh <laughs> like a week and a half before we were supposed to go, uh, so that was a huge fucking bummer. And my mom yeah. was like, "Fuck this, I'm not going." I, I have it. a um, and um
1: I have a friend who um he had tickets to see Zeppelin when Bonham died. How old is your friend? Oh, like in his sixties. Yeah, <laughs> but no, he well, that he sucks. Had, that he had tickets sucks. to see Zeppelin. He's told me about it, and then Bonham died, and they had to cancel the show. Uh, yeah, he's very, yeah. very bitter about it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, and it was just fucking devastating, you know, because uh, it would have been devastating if I wasn't going to trying to planning on going to his concert. But yeah, when Chris Cornell died, literally, yeah. you know, like a week before I was supposed to see him. Yeah, that's fucking harsh. Uh, that that hit hard. Man. I, I still think about it sometimes. But um, I ended up going with a... Uh, uh, Friend, uh, because they're like, Oh, there's still a lot of other good bands playing, we still have tickets and they're non refundable and whatever, you know. Uh, or maybe they were, but I was like, oh, Let me give a friend because my friend was, <laughs> and, and, I don't want to go into details, anyways. <laughs> um, we went and yeah, we got uh, one so Stone Sour played oh. instead of Soundgarden mm-hmm. last minute. You know, um the fucking the guy from Slipknot, uh, the fucking uh Oh,
1: uh
0: Warrior Taylor. Right. Yeah, uh, the lead singer of Slipknot. And yeah, they were good. And um even though I didn't know any other stuff, uh I barely know Slipknot stuff, I just know they were scary masks, right? And they run <laughs> around banging on garbage cans. Uh, yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean that basically sums up Slipknot yeah. scary masks, garbage uh, cans. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, a guy on the keys playing one note. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no but there no hate really against Slipknot. No, actually. no hate. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, but uh, Zach Wild has a side project called Zach Sabbath where they do mm. Black Sabbath cover songs because obviously he played for Ozzy for a long ass fucking time. Yeah. Like in the nineties and two thousands, and so he does a Zach. I mean, he does a Black Sabbath tribute band called Zach Sabbath. So I got nice. to see him then, but they had to cancel the show early because of bad weather. And uh, long story short, got to see him play again a Pantera, and that was awesome. And um, this was at the State Farm Stadium again. Huge fucking stadium, football stadium. Uh, well, technically in Glendale. Most people would say Phoenix, but no, it's in Glendale. It's a little bit out there, okay, and um, (laughs) wow, it's fucking driving, man. Um, so it's huge stadium show, and I got the best seats we could get, and it was Pantera opening up. Well, actually, add more onto it. Wolfgang Van Halen's Van Band, um, Mammoth. So Wolfie Van Halen got Mm -hmm. to see him play live, and I didn't notice because I didn't even listen to his band at all before the show not that i had nothing to them. him like i knew wolfie's an amazing guitarist because you know his dad's eddie van halen and yeah yeah well he's just like him he's fucking phenomenal uh, yeah he's amazing yeah but <laughs> like... i didn't realize that his that he sings and plays like he's an amazing singer and um yeah and uh, so i got to see them for the first time i actually all those bands were the first time then I got to see pantera that was fucking crazy and um What's so cool though about the stage setup there, how they set up the show, they had multiple like circular s- screens all around the the football the f- baseball field, no the football field, uh-huh. and so you could get a clear view of everybody. Yeah, you're still looking at a screen, you know, in reality, you know, you're looking at just little men in the distance playing, but. Uh, But you could get a clear view, and they had good camera work where they were zooming in on the guitar solos and whatever, and you know, so it made it feel it it made it a fun experience. So, yeah, Pan Wolfgang Wolfgang Halen kicked ass, Pantera, of course, kicked ass. That was amazing. And then I got to see Metallica, which, um, uh. You know, make all your jokes about Lars and whatever. Make all your jokes, and Lars was definitely Lars at our show, which was good. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't want anything less than that. I'd be disappointed.
1: Yeah, if I went to a Metallica <laughs> show and Lars played just phenomenally,
0: not even that his Larsisms, you know, like yeah, like if he if he <laughs> but... played
1: like just
0: flawlessly without his Lars. I want to hear stuff, that snare drum. I want to hear I, that. I would be disappointed. I would. <laughs> Right, yeah. Be like, no, I can. not No, but he he was good. He was good, and you know, um, uh, uh, this may sound cringe, and yeah, I'm wearing a Megadeth shirt, and yeah, we're not doing video right now, but I'm wearing a Megadeth shirt, and if we were doing a video right now, you would see that and you would know that. I saw that Megadeth Um, shirt
1: when you logged on, yeah.
0: (laughs) But to be fucking honest and to be just real, and I didn't know fucking shit about Megadeth. I knew Metallica before Megadeth. and yeah now that i know all the history of it and everything of course yeah i knew dave Mustaine was in it but you know metallica was aside from like black sabbath and i guess kind of acdc if you want to consider them that and kind of led zeppelin i mean really besides black sabbath and iron maiden and judas priest metallica Yeah, was like my gateway into metal. Like it was the metal band. that I'm I'm in a
1: position with metal where like I was not into metal growing up, pretty much until you met you and Cheese got me into (laughs) metal, basically. Yeah, and so I'm in a position where like I like Megadeth more, but I started on Megadeth and Metallica basically at the same time, right
0: no but i mean metallica so, like i don't in, like i don't have that uh, background of having grown up with metallica you know? and you know you know my earliest instances of metallica was one the black album you know adjusted for all master puppets but mm-hmm. the album i fell in love with and i still think is one of the greatest metal albums of all time you know i talk about all day and night uh, ride the lightning. Yeah. You know, yeah, I love Master of Puppets and yeah, is it technically better than Ride the Lightning? Probably, yes, but to my heart, to my core, Ride the Lightning is the one that really connected with me and I was like, okay, I see they're not just like Enter the Sandman. This is, there's more to this. And uh, they fucking opened with a Ride the Lightning song, Creep- Creeping Death. So of course that got me going. And uh, they played Fade the Black and fucking amazing man like i i don't care like it was great and um but james hetfield was um apparently he caught COVID that night oh damn or like the night before or something and his voice was slightly off on a couple songs it wasn't too bad or anything but they had to cut the show two songs short oh but see, the whole thing they were doing of their tour last year, I don't know if they're still on tour. But what they were doing, they were doing two nights at each city, at each venue. Uh-huh. They would play a different set each night. And I was, yeah, real fucking happy with our set. Except we they were supposed to play Master of Puppets, but they cut that short. Uh-huh. Um, But they, you know, they played... Blame some of my favorites from like ride the lightning and the justice for all and stuff and i think they might have been supposed to play one i don't know but it was a great time and that was one of my favorite like big stadium experiences and um nice uh and yeah there was guys you know big like masculine tattoo dudes next to me just crying their eyes out on Fade to Black, and I was oh, crying too. Yeah, yeah, we were in arms together, you know, oh, yeah. just in communion, just men being men, you know, just <laughs> great stuff. Uh, that's my yeah, favorite sure shit. Smelt. We guys it smelt arms of that too. each
1: other, singing along. <laughs> yeah. That's that's going with a beer in the other hand. Yeah, going back to the the flogging Molly that's it's why so, it's yeah. what made me fall in love with nah. seeing them live nah. was. That that is the that's the attitude in the crowd at yeah. a lot of flying Malay shows. Is guys um, everyone's got their arms around each other with their beers in the air singing along. It's it's that's peak experience. You know, what no oh, yeah. matter what song is playing, just that is just great. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Um, um What about you? Do you have any big like I have one more I wanna talk about, then we can talk about the one obviously the one we've been yeah. to together that is a whole it could be um, a whole episode in itself. I have
1: one. I I have less like big concert experiences. I've spent
0: a lot more time going to small like Right, yeah. I mean, like I, that, just yeah. anything. It's just like um, what is like you're like, "Oh my god, like I'm crying moment." Like your big yeah. crazy moment. Um probably just I have
1: a couple concert like small little things that are just like the most memorable ones for me. um the first is and and they're all just kind of small stories the first i want to mention is just because uh so are you familiar with the dust bowl revival there yeah um heard them they so i saw them this i don't really have a story to go with it but i just want to mention it kind of for bragging rights so they have a live album that they recorded um that the album was called with a lampshade on and they recorded part of it in half of the album in at a show in LA and half of it a show in San Francisco and I was at the LA show so so that that's always fun just that I get to listen to that album and be like I was there for that um but no that's
0: especially cool yeah
1: no that, that and and they are a fucking blast live I saw them I had never heard of them until I, I saw the um uh I saw Lake Street Dive play at the Wiltern in Los Angeles and um and Dust Bowl Revival was opening for them. And I had never heard of Dust Bowl Revival and um and honestly, they were so energetic and just exciting on stage that it kind of made Lake Street Dive seem kind of boring.
0: Right, yeah. Um, they kind opening of, bands, man, are so important to the whole vibe of the show. Yeah, they, uh,
1: they, and don't get me wrong, Lake Street Dive was great, and they are a great band. I'd love to see them again, but they, it was a larger venue, not too large, but it was like a theater venue, you know, um, yeah, concert hall type of thing. And Lake Street Dive strikes me as they would be just so much better in like a ballroom setting. Yeah. Know? Um, and and they had lake street dive is like cool kind of jazzy with a little bit of like a little bit of like a amy Winehouse kind of style thrown in there nice. and dust bowl revival is just like bluegrass and like 1920s big band jazz <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and it's no, just no that's
0: i mean that's a good descriptor
1: um uh but i remember at that show dust bowl revival on stage was like they the singer was like I literally had sh- tickets to this show before they asked us to open. I was like. Awesome.
0: <laughs> um, but opening no, I, bands, man. Yeah, uh, uh, they can be so important. I went. Oh yeah, I went to um, Queens of Stone Age last December. It was Fifty bucks a piece, good, pretty good deal, really. Uh, and uh. I was close to doing their new album as album review, but I was like, I haven't listened to it enough to really justify that. And, you know, as good as it is, it's, if I don't listen to it enough, it's not going to be on the album review. It's just not, I'm not going to put something on just because it's new or whatever. Yeah. But anyways, thought queen stone age and they were awesome. Josh homie or home homie. Um, great and yeah he's kind of an asshole and yeah he was kind of an asshole at the concert (laughs) uh just just being a cocky asshole but part uh, of the experience uh yeah that's part of the experience and yeah i mean he has the chops to speak for it so i mean i guess i can't argue too much but um yeah the queen of stone age was awesome one of the best live bands I've ever seen. I mean, and their songs are not fucking easy. Their songs are not rhythmically um, normal. Like you're rarely yeah. going to get just a 4-4 four four song or even a 2-4. You're going to get like a 5-8 or 6 sevens or, you know, whatever the fuck. Yeah. A, 11 ninths, you know, time signature.
2: <laughs> you know, they're
0: always doing crazy time signatures and time signature changes in those songs. Uh, which is one of the reasons why um, I like them, you know, because they stand out that way. Um, but they're opening band, so this oh. was at a theater venue, uh, and yeah, I just got cheap tickets. I was like, you know, I I like Queen of Stone Age, but I don't. Have, I'm not going to go the extra mile to try to get up close because I'm like, I don't like them that much, right? If I can get it cheap, uh, cheaper, I, I'm going to do that. Uh, so we got to sit. And sometimes, you know it's nice to just be able to fucking sit, yeah, at a concert. <laughs> um, but um their opening band on their tour was previously uh, what were they called? They were like this cool Norwegian rock outfit, hmm. um, forget what they're called phantasmo phantasm fantanagram something like that well they weren't playing they uh, canceled or whatever uh-huh and we weren't sure who the opening band was I could not figure it out there was no listing opening <laughs> band so I it was just like oh is it just gonna be Queen's Stone Age and that's it all right they'll be you know we won't be out too late Um, but no there was an opening band yeah and the best way I can describe this band was just kind of a I don't know, man. Uh, they were tr- it was like trying to do like a Grateful Dead type thing throwing a little bit of the Dandy Warhols okay. type of thing where like indie rock indie rock meets jam band meets um, boring.
1: So a Durango so a Durango jam band.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've
1: yeah. seen I've seen and, a lot of those types of and bands. And man.
0: Yeah. And like this is <laughs> and honestly like technically they were playing correctly and whatever but their songs were just boring and long yeah. and just went on forever and ever. Yeah, they had cool backup singers and like choir shit going on in certain sections of songs. Like, I respected that. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing here, but it is not for me. I mm-hmm. was on my phone like half the time, most of the time, uh, <laughs> playing Doom on my phone and gone on TikTok. nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because I have Doom on every platform, and if I have of an course. opportunity, yeah, to play it, I'm so that was good. And I couldn't figure out, I shazammed him. <laughs> shazam gave me something but it wasn't them and i I kind of figured it out yeah and um, i remember and this band but the singer was just sitting on a chair looking at a music stand not completely opposite so imagine the stage you have the front stage you have stage right stage left etc singer was sitting on stage right with a music stand from just looking at the music stand the whole time perpendicular or parallel to the audience so you're sitting in front but not ever looking audience. So that already hurts it right? Yeah. There's no audience engagement there. Yeah. And um that was like White Bob uh, Dylan
1: sucked in concert
0: cuz like Right. Yeah. He doesn't engage no he, he like ignores the audience completely. It's just Yeah, that's never good. Um and it was just I was just like okay, this must be the first opening man, right? because i was like and i almost <laughs> i i figured out i think those guys might have been local like they just needed an opening band and they got whatever i mean sometimes
1: that's cool and that's so, cool so, so uh, like uh i mean we'll talk more about this in a minute but like when you and yeah. me saw flogging molly yeah they had their main opening band mm-hmm. but then they had before but yeah, and,
0: sometimes you have two openers and the first yeah, guy plays and, like
1: and this, and this this guy he minutes. wasn't on the listing or anything for the show. So everyone's waiting around for the main opening band to come on. yeah, and this hillbilly looking guy in and overalls and a beard with a fiddle walks out on the stage it by awesome. himself and starts playing. And of course, like half the crowd is like, this is stupid. Half the crowd, is like, this is is like, this is awesome. Um, how was that Hep? and uh that was matt heckler who is now he's started to blow up now as in the blue scene um i found out him because of out about him because of this show uh right and it was and uh, apparently he only was there at this show because he happened to be in town promoting his first album and like dave king knew about him and was like do you want to come and play that's awesome <laughs> like it was it was, so it was just like it was a last minute like that like within yeah. the day, within a few days of the show that flogging molly was like do you want to come play
0: yeah <laughs> um yeah and i i didn't know who these guys were i couldn't figure it out shazam it wasn't right i knew it wasn't right it, it, it just wasn't right
2: <laughs>
0: and um and they were just mid they were just <laughs> mid not engaging with an audience and like people applauded for him it was very lackluster applause yeah uh, i felt bad for him and i was like okay now we're going to get the next opening band they're going to hype us up right they're going to i i'm not sure who it's going to be cuz i couldn't find out on the listing but i'm surely yeah we're going to get the next opening band nope no, no, no. <laughs> just went fucking straight into queens of stone age after like a put me to sleep opening Damn. band fucking straight into queens of stone age and i even second guessed myself i was like wait is this queens of stone age <laughs> i was like yeah it fucking is it, yeah it's fucking queen stone age Damn. and and it kind of the first like song just kind of weirded me out because i was just like i wasn't ready i wasn't hyped up for this I was just about to fall asleep, you know, and, and then they fucking start playing yeah. and then, yeah, they put difference. on an,
1: yeah.
0: they put on an awesome show, but man, that opening band like set such a weird vibe. Yeah. It took me a couple songs to actually realize, oh yeah, it is the Queens. So just playing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, um,
1: I have, but it was uh, just, fun stuff. just a couple more, just small little, well, really memorable ones. So yeah. like. Um, so I saw the Wood Brothers at the uh the i I'm not familiar. Uh they're this the the folk band that has the song that sounds like Weezer.
0: You know right, a long time about? Yeah. yes. That makes sense, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that bad. Right, let me side tangent just real quick. Saw Weezer twice, saw him the second oh, time sick. at the endings fest. They were betting at the innings fest because uh, First time I saw him was in Oklahoma City and it was like 105 of Ooh. 80% humidity. It was brutal. Oh, no. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, the second time I saw him in Fest, it was beautiful, but it was like 72 degrees. Or I'd love to see Weezer. Um, Damn. They awesome. were awesome. And they played some fucking B sides and deep tracks. And there was this lady next to me because I was calling out all the songs. I knew all the fucking songs, all the fucking lyrics. <laughs> and, uh, she was like, "Man, I really hope they played a song off. I forgot what it was, but it was a song off of Maladroit or something." I was like, "Yeah, that'd be fucking rad." And they they did this um big instrumental lead up, and they played a couple of like medleys from their um Seasons album, yeah, and then they went in a hash pipe, and that that was fucking awesome. Nice. But yeah, Weezer, I would definitely see yeah. them again. again. A, they're one of those a, kind of bands. A side a lot tangent of fun here,
1: by. I I get. It. I get people at um
0: at I work some,
1: too, so at work sometimes who um who will have music playing and they will there'll be older people who will have this reaction of like oh I'm surprised you know this band right and I get it you know like from our perspective it's like it shouldn't be surprising because streaming has made everything so accessible mm-hmm. that like. You know, music from all eras is more accessible than it's ever been before. But thinking about it from the perspective of an older person who didn't grow, up, curse. didn't grow up with streaming. They grew up going to record stores who mm-hmm. the stuff that would be on shelf at a record store would be really popular stuff.
0: So or you would find out about a new band. By going to a record store, and they'd be yeah. playing a band at the record store, they would have it at the
1: record store or, or it was what was, what's on the radio or something like that. So, like, yeah, I could understand why, from their perspective, they'd be like, "Oh, I'm surprised that you know about this band
0: because well, Anyways, they old people are, be, they don't know about um, anything, but
1: every once in a while, I get a really like weird comment like that about a band. So, like the, I had one time we had Metallica playing. Yeah, and a guy was go a guy older guy goes, wow. Someone your age listening to Metallica, and I'm and I was right. just like, you can't listen to the radio for ten minutes without hearing Metallica song. They're one of the most popular. If you're listening rock to some kind of rock time. station, like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah,
0: I mean, uh... <laughs> but yeah, fucking crazy. I mean, like James and... Hetfield was sixty. Yeah, 40 year old band now you don't realize that right but um...
1: yeah but i was i was like like i get if you are surprised that i might know some of the music from your era because you you're you didn't grow up you're not used to streaming as much as like we yeah. are just because we grew up with it um but metallic i'm like metallic is like one of the biggest rock bands in the world like come Ever, on yeah well um, the metal. the other one that surprised that kind of threw me for a loop was uh, it was Guns N' Roses playing on the radio and it was like
0: yeah
1: it was like Paradise City
0: I've encountered people <laughs> like, that wouldn't know those big bands though that haven't
1: yeah well but it it was like or Paradise City know. it was
0: like one of their hits um, oh yeah
1: one of the ones where like I don't even listen to Guns N' Roses no. but I hear that song every few weeks you know,
0: you know, Guns N' Roses. Like, made I don't even comeback. like Guns N' Roses. Their original lineups back slash Duff McKagan, yeah, Axl Rose, of course. But and... but this
1: guy, this guy came in. And we it was Guns yeah. N' Roses playing, and he stops at the counter. And he goes, "Well, he actually had a cool story to tell. He was like, oh I grew up with the bassist. He grew up with Duff McKagan.'"
0: And he was oh. like,
1: he was like, I ran a paper route and everything, and, yeah. like, and like knew him when I was a kid. Uh, which Have was you listened cool. to his? Um... Um, but but that he but has a radio he, show. I was like, kind of nodding, going like, "Oh, that's awesome." And then he goes, "Do you know this band, GNR?" And I'm like, "Yeah."
0: <laughs> like GNR. Like, yeah. come on.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, but no, um, but. Anyways, uh, continuing, Uh, where was I? Oh, I have one I, I more. Oh, yeah, right. Wood Brothers. Yeah. Right. i seen uh-huh. Wood Brothers. they This was a cool experience. They were playing. It was the second time I had seen them, and they were playing. The, the singer that night had kind of a sore throat. So they get to one of their softer, like, slower songs. Um, and it's one of those songs where you know, folk bands like to do this where they just get one microphone and they all unplug their instruments and stand around the microphone, you know. Uh, So they did that. And the singer goes like, uh, he's like, I have a bit of a sore throat. If you know any of the words, please sing along, help me out. And he's, and they play the song and the whole crowd sang along to the entire song. And by the end of the song, he was in tears.
0: Right. I mean, that's one of the best feelings. That was, you it was amazing a musician because he was, and, yeah, he was
1: like, true. I, he, yeah. the way he said it when, before they started the song was like, if you happen to know the songs, you know, help me out. And the entire crowd knew every word.
0: Yeah. And especially he, when it, you're not was, a huge main. Sh- yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful awesome. moment. Yeah. Um Um Yeah. When I saw Metallica, uh, they started playing Fade the Black, which is a heavy topic, actually. And um, during, before the breakdown, James Hetfield, yeah, you could tell his voice was off a little bit, and yeah, we learned that he got COVID after and everything, but um, but he gave this quick little speech because he was like, yeah, this song is about suicide, and he was like, if any of mm-hmm. you have felt that way or have had suicidal thoughts, you are not alone. Wow. And he kept it pretty simple, but like, and then he he said that, and then goes into the breakdown, and that that was, wow, pretty fucking epic. Yeah. And they, what's cool about like what um, Metallica, and there's other bands that do this, but Metallica is kind of notorious for it now. They play um, huh? What? Yeah, I know. Uh, they play. I mean, they record. They have a professional recordings done the bootleg recordings done of their shows and they'll post a couple songs on youtube uh-huh. yeah. and uh they posted that song fade the black of our show on youtube like the mm. good professional version and that's really cool i get to go back and relive that um yeah apparently yeah. megadeth played at the fucking navajo reservation like um what back in i think august or something july or august i'm like what? damn it I'm fucking What? That. yeah yeah shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways uh, could we can down get to that. our um uh we can get to our big shared experience yeah yeah
1: you so uh we and we both you have anything. we both this was 2019 uh, right before COVID,
0: the before times. Yeah, the before times. Yes.
1: So I, I had, you know, I had been to Himali a bunch of times. Uh, I had driven down there with Caleb before, um, the year before. This was the year that you've heard the story of. We we did the the Irish flag hand paint, like hand print, face paint thing. Yeah. But Caleb wanted to do it differently than mine, so he did like painted his whole face as the Irish flag, and then did like a black hand print. And then everyone thought he was either a juggalo or in blackface, (laughs) Um, which was not his intention. And he was very embarrassed about it. Uh, But, um, but uh, the, the, that year, this 2019, you came down with us and it was uh, you, me, um... Caleb and uh, my, my my favorite, my partner. um, And, and, uh, we drove down and oh yeah and dave avatar was there yes
0: Um, uh one of my favorite like experiences ever the whole road trip everything it was just us that did it the planet yeah it's like one
1: of the first we, we drove overnight and i
0: like like vaguely tried
1: to sleep in the back of the truck while you guys went into a denny's
0: yeah, we went to a Denny's at Flagstaff at uh, two in the morning, in you know, yeah. in Arizona, it was it was actually quite chilly that night. And we had some. I remember in my mind, I was like,
1: were... I was like, I'm gonna have to drive at some point, so I should actually try to get some sleep. Yeah, uh, but, uh, I Caleb probably should have gone of, into the Denny's, but...
0: Caleb did most of the driving first night. Uh, but I was up with him just in case he needed a break or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had a six pack of NOS on the dashboard yeah
1: and, and we fucking
0: drank too much of it and we fucking had the shakes and goosebumps and it was yeah i remember the,
1: the year before that me and caleb <laughs> did the same thing uh where we uh i stayed up with him while we drove Yeah, well yeah you have and to. yeah on and, an overnight and we we had hour. like arizona the the ginseng green teas and i remember yeah i remember us being so tired we we're driving, like 2 a.m driving through like like uh Hi, it was like Highway 666.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, there's a little... We talked about that now. before, actually. Um, yeah, in our, our Haunted highway, Highways or whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, Spooktober. Uh, check it out. Um, it used
0: to be called Highway 666. Now it's Route 4, 450 or something like that. Or something like that, yeah. In New Mexico.
1: Um, And I remember yeah. us being so tired that like we were driving and uh, a jackrabbit. I swear, the biggest jackrabbit I've seen in my life. Le jumped out in front of the car we and we clipped it yes. like the next morning when the sun was up we could see the blood on the front of the car and we and that happened and as it happened we were just like both oh that was our entire reaction <laughs> <laughs> cuz we were t- but anyway so we like we drove you you me Caleb Dave my uh my partner yeah, we we all and, we um... all crammed into Caleb's truck and we we drove out to LA yeah uh and and uh, and what
0: you know that was one of my, my parents house first big road trips as a young adult right mm-hmm. and first big road trips that wasn't to see, well you to see family i guess partially yeah. but for a concert like it no, was an yeah, event it's... it was like a big thing yeah. and um and yeah, just the road trip itself was a fun time, and getting to go, you know, on Hollywood Boulevard and yeah. Sunset Boulevard. Or, right? Yeah, so, we went to Hollywood. We um, went to Venice, Venice Beach. Beach. I remember. Yeah. Um, uh me and Caleb remember... found it. Yeah, you and you and a Caleb. Little cantina had some Coronas.
1: Yeah, well, I remember part of we went to Venice Beach. I remember part of it, like you and Caleb went off and did your own thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that you
0: could separate, you guys could separate. Well, we here. found the first place we could sit down and drink. Yeah, well, I, I remember
1: at some point during that day at Venice Beach, you you guys went off yeah. so that you guys could be separate from me and my partner for a bit so we could all have... Yeah, you could do your um, thing, yeah. Do all, we could all do our thing, which was cool. Um, and then mm-hmm. we all at some point met up at this little cantina where we <laughs> drank a yeah. bunch of Coronas. And I remember... I remember um, me and
0: Caleb were we were watching the day after tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what was playing. Nice. Yeah.
1: Our, I I remember um we got to the beach and the first uh uh me and Caleb and you uh all uh immediately run, ran down into the waves and were playing around like children. Yeah. And like the children. lifeguard
0: got really angry at us. Um well yeah, and he was like you you could get yeah. the tide could take you all the way to Santa Monica which
1: i mean yeah. understandable it was
0: understandable but then
1: yeah. uh then we uh the 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 day of the show this was this was the the best part of the trip
0: um, well wait we'll, we'll, we'll take a back step on that because this wasn't only just it wasn't only just seeing floggy molly in la together right yeah seeing floggy molly in la la together on st patrick's day yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's the fun crazy. part. Yeah. Um, um <laughs> and I remember we went to this um this pub, this bar on was it on Hollywood? Yeah, it was on Hollywood. So Boulevard. yeah,
1: so so the Palladium which or was, was it the on show, So the Palladium was on Sunset. Sunset. And, and, yeah. And then so what I remember is I drove separate to the actual show. I drove separately from you and Caleb. You you two yeah. drove out with together and I drove out with my dad and and uh, my partner um, yeah and uh and we me and my dad i remember originally went to <laughs> there was the block party flogging molly usually throws like uh-huh. a block party we're doing Saint 15 Day. 15 um,
0: guinnesses or whatever the fuck it was crazy Yeah,
1: and and sometimes the block biters are fun like i remember we we showed up and uh i think it was nathan maxwell the the bassist the bass player was like dj dj which was fun, but it was, it was seriously like $20 for a pint of Guinness.
0: Yeah. So
1: we very quickly, um, me and my dad were like, okay, well let's go somewhere else. So we texted you guys and we're like, where are you? And you guys had found this place. Yeah. And so we met up with you uh, and it was on Hollywood Boulevard. Surprisingly, it wasn't completely
0: packed. I mean, it was busy, but not like It was busy, but it, it we yeah. got the table quickly. And um, yeah, we had some food, so we had some calamari and shit. Whatever. Yeah, it was and, like they're happy. They had a huge tap. They had like uh-huh. 40 beers on tap. Their happy hour changed every hour, whatever beers were on happy hour. I like, remember. I don't know if they were doing that for St. Paddy's Day. I remember. What I remember was that
1: it was like a brew pub type of place, kind of like they had Yeah. Uh, like charcuterie boards and craft beers but they were doing four dollar car bombs on the hour every hour
0: yeah and they were changing up whatever beers were on half hour. so yeah uh, so i remember and your dad covered a lot for us yeah. Like spent $150 just on drinks for us. <laughs> yeah, he um, paid for that. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. that was very nice uh, of him. <laughs> I mean, I paid for some of my stuff, but like I think I paid for like some food and like maybe one beer. Yeah. Or something like that. But um yeah, we had Carmel and we had beers. And uh, to be honest to be transparent with you guys, yeah. I was pretty much browned out at that point. And if you don't watch Always Sunny, if you don't know what that reference means, it's like, yeah, you're basically almost blacked out, but you're still relatively um, aware uh, of your surroundings. Yeah. and uh, So, yeah, we were pretty much... uh, Like,
1: like you vaguely remember some
0: stuff, but you
1: maybe shouldn't trust your memory. No, I remember.
0: (laughs) I remember, you know, like, I remember that um, me and Caleb ran over to... um, wasn't me. Yeah, I think it was me and Caleb that we were waiting in line for the, uh, the concert, Hollywood Palladium. Uh huh. We ran over to this coffee shop. Oh yeah. Uh, there was a human being. No human being or something like that. And um, um, on Sunset Boulevard, and um, you didn't go, but we ran over to this coffee shop and pissed I don't know if I had coffee or not I can't remember that part either way it got back and yeah it was pretty damn gone even before the concert started yeah. before we even got in like the by doors the
1: time, because like by that time we got in the doors we, are, we were already like every single one of us was like six or seven I beers deep. deep
0: yeah at least s- something and, like that <laughs> well Irish car bombs yeah. and shots etc yeah. you know um and we, you know we finally got in fucking face to face opening. Well, mm-hmm. the first guy played.
1: Yeah, first Matt um, Heckler
0: on his fiddle. Matt Heckler, but then face to face, and then, then face. And, and after that, and after the mosh pit with that and everything. Oh yeah, you sweat everything out, and face-to-face. your
1: adrenaline's going. You're like feeling good.
0: I uh, I wasn't. I wanted to say I was sobered up by the time Flogging Molly played, but I I I felt way better. Sweated it out. You know, I was ready to go. And then yeah. I was ready for more Guinnesses and whatever, um, but yeah. Oh, because I hell I remember time. I also drank
1: more at the show. Like once Flog and Molly was up, and playing. I Yeah, I drank of course.
0: More.
1: Um, I remember. But yeah, stuff, that was an amazing time. I remember stuff like during so during face to face, my partner there was a guy in the crowd harassing her, and she yeah. dealt with it. She dealt with it because she's a strong woman. Oh, can, and I remember
0: me who and can Caleb were like so ready to jump in on well, that. Yeah, we I were... think
1: that's, that was the funny part, though. We I mean, wanted it. She, she she dealt with it yeah. because she's a strong woman who can handle herself, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember she told me about it and drunk and you and you told me us. was like, turned to, went to you and Caleb and were like, and told you about it. All three of us were ready to beat a guy. And it took her, like she had to stop us and calm us down.
0: Well, of course, another like and if anything, that's, thing... it's just
1: it's just a testament to how drunk we were.
0: Oh, we were we didn't yeah. care who the fuck it was. Uh, and another she, she concert was like she was thing. like no
1: no 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 I've already dealt with it guys I'm just telling you about yeah, it. yeah but we still
0: yeah <laughs> uh, but another concert thing that happens especially like punk shows definitely at punk shows. Metal shows too, when the skinhead shows up, mm-hmm. causing trouble, punching people, whatever, uh-huh. they usually get kicked out pretty quickly. But you got to be ready to deal, you know, defend yourself. And yeah, there was a skinhead punching people in the mosh pit, and yeah, he got shoved out pretty quickly. And
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, vlogging molly shows in my in my experience are usually they deal with that shit they're they're the friendly type of punk they're the ones they're the punk that
0: don't have any there's always the asshole though. they're
1: the punks that don't have patience for skinheads even though skinheads still show up you know yeah
0: they, there's always a couple of them that show up yeah so i remember that happening but he, he yeah he got kicked out of it pretty i remember quick. and from my my experience um yeah my girlfriend couldn't go in anything and uh yeah, I was hanging out with you and I was just kind of bouncing around going to places. I remember Dave Avatar was there, um, and he was wearing Socos or sandals for oh yeah, he wore like flip flops to the show to a yeah pit. Uh, and he ended up sitting on the sidelines and everything. And I was like, yeah. Fair enough. And I know Caleb did too because he just got tired. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um i remember i remember spending I a lot of time just, in the circle pit i got in right. the circle pit a bit and and then i was just the one of the guys just at the edge of it right oh yeah that's uh, always an important uh, role yeah. it's an important role yeah yeah, yeah. it's an important yeah. role and but I, I was in the pit a lot but then you know i would get tired and get to the edge and whatever um and i remember i just for happenstance just ended up becoming kind of a guardian for other people, for short people, Uh uh girls, whatever. And like just making sure they don't get knocked down. And like that just be kind. you know, sometimes at concerts you end up for happenstance or whatever, just getting. uh, You just end up doing that. I mean, it's, it's an important, (laughs) it's important. I I remember
1: one time at a, at a a show, uh, at a punk show, there was, um, uh, a woman who was short and she was clearly struggling in the mosh pit. And, like a group yeah. of people just started noticing that and yeah. basically root forced a pathway open in the mosh pit for her to get out, yeah. which was cool. I mean, that's a good that's a
0: good. I may pit. or may not have punched the guy in that. <laughs> Oh, I definitely. No, I don't a think guy. I Not punched on it. purpose. I
1: elbowed a guy. I know I've, I definitely elbowed. I've it. definitely punched yeah. guys in mosh pits. Not on purpose, though. Not on purpose. Um,
0: well, i I don't throw. I mean,
1: yeah, you don't throw punches, but it happens. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, sometimes <laughs> it happens. Happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, um probably. I my, remember. My, I mean, I. I my, pretty much stayed in it either on the edge or like in the pit the whole time, and yeah, I was nice. Yeah. Lost by the end of that. Oh yeah. Um, my Especially favorite the um morning that, that was next great. morning
1: yeah that was a great show and face to face was phenomenal and foggy molly yeah, it kills amazing. it as always um my favorite mosh pit experience ever was um oh and I we was... dyed our hair we, oh yeah yeah
0: we uh temporary <laughs> right spray whatever it was we did green yeah because of course I remember it was a that bad hair, day. yeah yeah and yeah, um, seeing Floggy Molly on St. Patty's Day, something I'd like to do again. We absolutely, that's we need the only to. time I did it. We definitely did it right that time. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. And man, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, yeah, uh, we've talked about we've done episodes on it, St. Patty's Day, at least for us. I mean, on the Odd Drunk Podcast, you would assume that St. Patty's Day is one of our like. Let's share us all It's right. It's, it's but, funny because um,
1: because we've done a couple St. Paddy's Days episodes, but only a couple. We've yeah. been we've been on the air for this is our
0: fifth year on the air. Four and a half. Shut up. Uh we've done it's our no, it's our <laughs> it's our fourth year. Fourth it's year. our this fourth year. It's our fourth year. Slow down. We've yeah. we've
1: only done, but we've only done like two St. Patty's Day episodes. I think we did one that Virtually was. Talk- maybe you're right. It
0: is our fifth.
1: I don't know. I'm not sure. God. Uh, I'm not sure. But we've only done like two St. Patty's Day episodes. We did one that was. Yeah, we've. Talking about these types of stories, St. Paddy's Day stories, and then we did yeah. our last year, which I loved doing, was we told, we talked folklore about Irish, Irish folklore and yeah. read read stories from Irish yeah. folklore, and that was a lot of fun. So, but uh, despite our lack of actual Irish themed episodes, we love St. Paddy's Day. It's one of our favorite holidays.
0: Well, one of the reasons we have a we only have two uh, St. Paddy's episodes is because we're out. Celebrating St. Yeah, Day I I, I do recall um
1: so. several of the years we uh we specifically actually
0: just took a week off for St. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> of course yeah. um yes, but uh, no yeah going to the going to flying Molly that uh, St. Patty's Day in 2019 right um one of my favorite concert experiences ever one of my favorite road trip experiences ever just as mates and I'm so glad we did it and like. It's one of those things where you're like – this is a reference in Office, but it's like, oh, you don't know when the good times are gone until they're gone already or whatever. You know, like they're um, – what's it? oh, uh, what do you say? I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's why I try to live my life, especially with those experiences and stuff, and when I'm doing stuff like that, you know, YOLO, right? Um, Because – yeah. Uh, you don't wanna say no to things or um not do things because of whatever stupid reason. Uh, life's too short. Just have fun, right? And um and yeah, that's one of my favorite experiences with you guys as friends, and favorite concert experiences, and you know concerts stuff like that should usually go in hand in hand with like your favorite experiences, right? Yeah, um, but that one's a notable one, yeah. and uh, that was a good time, uh, good memories. Yeah, we should do it again, I think. Um, I don't know, I think they're playing like March 15th, some in LA or something mm. like that. But, um, yeah, I love they, they
1: haven't always done St. Patty's Day in LA, it was just there was a series. Well, sometimes of they don't there. even play
0: St. Patty's Day, it depends on the tour.
1: Yeah, there was just a series of years
0: there where they did St. Paddy's Day in L.A. Um, I think they do play St. Paddy's Day, but it's not always, it's somewhere different. Yeah, the
1: first time I ever saw them was, they were doing, it was around St. Paddy's Day, but it was back when they were still doing the, um, they used to do uh, the Green 17 tour. Um, And they would, they would always tour through L.A., but they wouldn't yeah. necessarily hit LA on St. Paddy's Day. Um and that was I mean it's they usually always hit LA, but they it's because they're from or that the they're not all from LA, but the band formed in LA originally. Yeah. Molly um, Molly Malone's. Yeah. But uh they don't always hit hit LA. But that was that's th- one of the one of
0: the best times
1: at a concert. I yeah. Think. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. Um yeah, great time. Yeah. Um, I gotta wrap this up. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably uh similar reasons. Um yeah. but anyways, we will see you uh next week for a new episode of the Audrunk Podcast. Uh be sure to follow us at Instagram at Audrunk Pod. Give us a rating, review, download, or whatever you prefer on your podcast of choice because we're pretty much on everything that matters. Yeah, uh, we're on Spotify. We're on the Apples. We're on whatever Google is now or whatever. I think. I don't know. What's we're going on a lot of stuff. Google. Whoever uses that, we're. <laughs> um, yeah, and we have morning oddities. Uh, I think mean, Google Podcasts just.
1: Combined with Apple Music now, or not Apple Music, um, not YouTube Apple. Music, it, it would a...
0: yeah, you, well, yeah, YouTube whatever. Music. Um, so yeah, check that out, and um, yeah, we'll see you next week, uh, for something probably well, yeah, for something completely different. Uh, we're trying to get back to the classic podcast days, I'll Drunk Pod days. At least that's what I want us to do. Um, yeah. So looking forward at this season as like a kind of throwback season. If we yeah. ever do anything like that. Yeah. Trying to go back to the old ways. um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, now that I've had some drinks in me, I could get more sentimental or whatever. And, you know, it's like how much the podcast has changed? Uh, how much we've done. Uh, no, nah, we've already done episodes like that. um yeah we'll see you next week see ya see ya yeah this is not a test
2: i repeat this is not a test the odd drunk podcast recommends you follow their instagram and join their facebook group for more fun content To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive.